Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. It's Sack in the Nose with a Tropical Chevrolet Fantasy Football Show on AM560 and FM96.5 HD2 The Joe. WQAM, Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our priority. Off of Biscayne Boulevard in Tropical Miami. All right, folks, welcome to uh, episode number two of Zach and the Nose for this 2020 NFL season. We're getting you ready for your drafts. We got the season coming up exactly two weeks from tonight. It's very exciting. Houston and Kansas City will kick off the season two weeks from tonight. And uh, then the NFL starts on that Sunday. Everything is good. All right, this is Zach in the Nose brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Our good friends at Tropical Chevrolet. I am Zach, as uh, you probably already know if you listen to 560 Joe WQAM. And my partner in crime, as always, is the Nose Nose. Welcome to episode two as we get closer to people drafting, as we get closer to the start of the season. This is the best time of the football year right now. Right now, everybody is zero and zero. Everyone's on even ground. And we are here to give draft advice to make sure that when you do start your season, you are on the top of the standings versus on the bottom. And we're here to help you with that. Right, exactly. Last week, we did a very heavy quarterback Uh, preview kind of show. Today we'll hit the running backs up. Next week will be wide receivers and tight ends. And then we're ready to start and sit after that for that uh, magical first week of the NFL season. Like I said, we are two weeks away from the start, which is very exciting. Hopefully everything works out the way it should. And we will have football and we will have about 19, I think I counted, shows, 19 weeks of shows here. And it'll lead up to your championship, hopefully, of your fantasy football league and our championships as well. When it comes to noses, it's championship leagues with a big fat S at the end. I'm assuming we're close to the 20 league mark for him as he normally is. I have a hard time getting two teams ready to go each week. I can't imagine the amount of teams that Nose does. Nose, what is the count so far? I know that we're still two weeks away and you never know what could happen. In two right. Weeks. right now, I'm still making a, a message to all the commissioners, especially the ones that you know, you're involved in my leagues. Let's go already. A lot of people are still procrastinating because there's a lot going on out there in this right. world. 
people do not believe that it's real and you're not getting your head wrapped around it. Well, guess what? We have NFL in two weeks and I firmly believe we are going to be able to watch Houston versus Kansas City. So commissioners, if you haven't made your uh, draft date, get in touch with everybody. Trust me, not everyone's doing a whole lot right now. Get your drafts in because having football Sunday and having your fantasy team is going to have that sense of normalcy that we all very much need right now. And uh, Zach, I'm about at 12 right now leagues. 12 but leagues. I wow. normally double that, so I'm not really happy with the intake. It's very almost too easy right now with 12 leagues for me. Right, it's an off year when it nerd comes alert. to everything. Right, you were such a nerd. I love it uh, for that. All right, last week, like I said, we did talk a lot about quarterbacks and how we were kind of ranked the quarterbacks and strategy to use with the quarterbacks. We'll recap a little of that, the strategy last week that Noah's kind of threw on everybody. And he's kind of done that for the last couple of years of us doing either the live show or the podcast is uh, don't take a quarterback too early. You cannot take a quarterback, according to the nose, till maybe round eight, nine, ten, whatever the case may be. Then you take a bunch of them to kind of load up. Don't take the bait with Lamar and Mahomes early. A lot of people do that. Uh, it's kind of, is that kind of the recap from last week as what we did, not going into full specifics, but kind of the recap? You nailed it. So what we did was we called it the 3-3-1. Three, three, You're going to take three running backs, three wide receivers, and a tight end before you even consider a quarterback. If you are a confident fantasy po- football person, I recommend you go in 4-4-1. Four, four, four running backs, four wide receivers, and a tight end. And you're going to still see, if you have that patience... And if you have that, what's it called, discipline, right. that's the right word, then you're going to see, oh my God, my quarterback, after having four running backs, four wide receivers, and a tight end, is a guy like Brady or Breeze or Big Ben or Stafford. That is what I'm looking for you to do. And then the strategy that we discussed last week is, I want you to be one of the first teams to take a second quarterback. So you're going to wait as long as you can, build your depth. Man, we're in a crazy year. You don't know what's going to happen with injuries, with people getting sick. You need depth this year, okay? So what you're going to do is you're going to grab as many running backs and tight ends, and then you're going to grab not one, but Utah, two quarterbacks, okay? You're going to grab one of those veterans, and then I want you to grab a full upside play guy, a guy like Daniel Jones. I can't believe I just saw this guy with this ridiculous hat on, but Cam Newton, believe it or not, is a very big upside play. Uh, Even a Baker Mayfield comeback a Drew Locke, Gardner, Minshew type. I want you to have the veteran, and then I want you to have the guy that could be like, boom, that's his year right now. And you all of a sudden drafted yourself a top six quarterback, but in rounds you know, 12 or 13. Right. That guy last year was Lamar Jackson, by right, the way. The year before that, it was Patrick Mahomes. So this year, it's very hard to say who that player is going to be. I don't see there being that big of an upside play. But a guy like Daniel Jones and a player like Cam Newton could certainly be a nice pick for your second quarterback. And uh, I highly recommend being the first or second team, again, to grab that second quarterback. So you double your chances at quarterback. You already have your depth in the running backs and wide receivers. You got your tight end. Now you're going to have two quarterbacks you could pick from. Either one's going to get hot. One's going to have the matchup. You can choose each week. And I guarantee you one of those two quarterbacks will work out. And then, bam, 
you have a really good fantasy football team. Right, and uh, it was like kind of, I had like Lamar Jackson, like light, like diet Lamar Jackson last year because we talk about taking the guy with upside. And I took Jameis and I took Kirk Cousins, I explained to everyone last week. Then I took Kyler Murray, the upside guy, and he ended up being basically the number two guy. The nose told me last year, while we're there. I'm taking credit for that. Right, okay. and you should because okay. Jameis was your guy the whole time. We talked about it a lot last week. Uh, Kirk Cousins is another guy that puts up decent points every single year, no matter who's on his team. And then basically, he was still on the board, Kyler Murray, and you just kind of texted me and said, upside guy, grab him, let's see what happens. And he ended up being my number two quarterback all year long, because Jameis just threw 8,000 touchdowns and 8,000 picks, but that's another, and 5,000 yards, by the way. Fifth overall quarterback. Right, right. So So it ends up working out pretty good, right. Okay, so like we said earlier, um... This is going to be a running back heavy draft. We do have the text machine open. Uh, if you have questions for the nose when it comes to your draft, pre-draft stuff, if you haven't set a date yet, if your commissioner is still kind of asking questions of what to do in the league, roster spots, IR spots, what do we do here? Should we wait on the draft? Should we wait until the season starts to get underway? Any questions, 305 305- 567-0560 will be the text line tonight. We'll answer your text. We'll go in order of how they come, and I know they come in fast and furious, so we'll get to all of them as we go. We have a lot to talk about here on this running back heavy-themed show tonight. That's the nose. I am Zach. This is Zach of the Nose. It's fantasy football show, but brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads to Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. We'll take our first break of the evening. Like I said, 305-567-0560. If you have any text messages, when we come back, we'll start into the running back position here on Zach and the Nose. All right, folks, welcome back. Zach and the Nose's fantasy football show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, where convenience for our customers is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in beautiful Miami Shores. I'm sitting next to the Nose here in the Cramps Compound studio. Dan Day is back in the studio, and this is what we'll probably have the setup for the rest of the NFL season from what we get. Uh, we are going to build Nose a studio in the Nose Mansion somewhere in Davie as well. Hopefully, or probably his parents' house if his wife kicks him out, which might happen also at some point during the season. Otherwise, we are just going to talk fantasy football. This is your release. This is your get away from all the craziness in the world, from COVID and from everything, for about two hours each week until football season starts. So that's what we will do for you, or our best job doing that for you as well. You might love us, you might hate us, as long as you're listening. I don't care. Anyways, let's go back to what we're doing. Normally during the regular season, we have a segment on the show uh, where we go over the observations, the noses observations from the week that was, uh, some things that happened with guys that were starters, some things that happened with guys to pick up. We do not have preseason games. We're having very limited training camp with pads for about three days during this entire 30-day period while guys are out there. It is very limited, but there still are some observations to go over, so I want to hit the nose up and see what he saw through the nose's eyes in the last seven days of this NFL training camp. Nose, I throw the mic to you, which is sitting in between both of us. Tell me what you saw in this last week uh, that will hit the observation deck. Okay, so as we discussed last week, one of my favorite players is Dalvin Cook. Right. Okay, I had Dalvin Cook coming into the season. If it was a clean year, I had him number two overall in a PPR or a non-PPR league. But... There is one person out there on the ESPN. His name is Schefter, Adam Schefter. And he basically came out and said, there is a contract issue right now with Dalvin Cook. And if he does not have his big contract, 
God knows. Oh, God knows. God knows. I'm pointing at it myself. What he is going to do in such a bizarre year. You know, this guy's got to get paid. Running backs. We have learned like Le'Veon Bell sat out forever. Um, So Dalvin Cook is a player that we need to make sure he's playing. Okay. And if he is, he goes right back to that two slot. Uh, He has a little bit of a shoulder bang up, but that's not what I'm concerned about. I'm concerned about him holding out in the season. Now, this is the point where this is actually something after, again, that Le'Veon Bell thing two or three years ago really shook me because I had him quite a bit in drafts. And when you drafted, he decided literally the day that football started, he was just not going to play. That was a nightmare situation for people in leagues because in my league specifically, which was a keeper league, Le'Veon Bell went first overall. He was the first overall pick that year in the draft. He went one or two in every draft. Right. I, I, I think my second pick that year was David Johnson, who that was the the start of his I decline. almost rather have Le'Veon Bell. <laughs> Not playing. Who, who sits out the season, right. And I'll, and I'll be honest, come, come week two, I thought I had the greatest pick in the draft because it was either going to be David Johnson or Le'Veon Bell, one, two in my league. But I could not believe a player did what he did to make a point. So, yeah. You have to kind of worry about that now with Dalvin Cook because he's got to get paid. Maybe he says, "I want to get paid." There's too much COVID stuff going around. Not right a now. real season. Right, all kinds right. of stuff. We don't know, but we know that Miami kid is going to get paid, right. and he's going to do what's best for him. And what's best for him might be sitting out or might be not going as hard. I don't know. I just am scared now. Okay, right. he's still in my top eight, and we'll discuss. We have we're going to be going through the first round. We have a. A really nice segment upcoming. Dalvin Cook's a guy to keep an eye on. Same situation. Jersey Joe Mixon. Same situation. Contract. Does he get it? Does he sit out? He's already had some, what they called migraines as an injury. I don't buy it. I think there's something to Joe Mixon. And we're, overall, that man does not excite me as a fantasy player. But he is literally one of the most consistent players. He's still very young. New revamped offense. He could be. He is a ten to twelve range player right, right. all day. But if there's anything over his head, that is do not draft for me. Now, if he gets his contract and we hear everything is cool, yes, I have no problem with him being a late first, early second round player. But we got to keep an eye on Dalvin Cook and Joe Mixon. And I'm sure we're going to have an update next week when we do our show. But those are the two guys that, if you're drafting this week, I would hesitate to take those players. Because you have options in other areas. You know, if you don't take Dalvin Cook, you can take Ezekiel Elliott or uh, Alvin right, Kamara. Right, right. All right? You know, if you're not going to go wrong with one with of those. With Joe picks, Mixon, right. you don't take Joe Mixon, you can take Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders, Josh Jacobs, one of those guys. Right. And, and it's not that far off. So keep an eye on both those running backs. All right. So you got that as one of your observations. Anything else kind of come to mind this week? How about something with COVID? Is anything with COVID? Kind of come Are we talking COVID strategies? I mean, it's unfortunate that we have to do that, but we are living in a world right now with the coronavirus, COVID-19, which is all over the place, which we're worried about football season because of it. We talk every day about college football. We're talking about the bubble in Orlando. We're talking about the bubbles in Canada for hockey. We're talking about the bubble that the MLS was in. Every sport is dealing with it. Fantasy football is surely going to have some issues, I'm assuming, just because of what the world is going through right now with COVID-19 coronavirus, is there any kind of update with you with coronavirus? I have advice. I have what is probably very logical advice here is that right now you have no preseason, okay? So players that are on new teams or with new offenses, with new coaches, okay, they have never worked together. 
They have had no preseason games together. Right, right. Okay. So what does that mean to me? Probably the first four weeks are someone like Philip Rivers to T.Y. Hilton, who, let me tell you, that should work out. Gunslinger to a super stud wide receiver. Right, right. Another Miami kid. What's going to happen? They might take a few weeks to get their timing. Okay. In fantasy, 16 weeks, 12 well, excuse me, 14 of them are regular season. Right. You don't have four weeks to really wait on a situation. So if I'm between two players and one is in a you know, a brand new situation versus one who has had the same uh, quarterback for the last few years with the same coach, I'm going to lean in that direction. It's just familiarity with the offense and those few week kinks are probably less likely to happen with people who have been playing together versus who players who are just being jumped right into the mold. Right, right. So that's, you know, listen, if you're between two players, that's a deciding factor for the me. Yeah, right, yeah. right, of course. No, it's good advice there because you don't know what, we're, we're all going through this uh, as the new normal. You know what I mean? We're all going through this and trying to get through this. And yeah, it's affecting everything, including fantasy football. Oh, it's sure. including, dra- you know, drafts. I told you what happened in my kind of pre-draft meeting. We had a huge, like, debate on roster spots and IR spots and what if a guy gets COVID and what week do we get to where we call the season official. Like, there's a lot of things to go over. We do know some people are having drafts relatively soon. Our buddy, uh, Miami Mondo, Armando, is having his draft this week, and I saw him talking to you on Twitter today, asking you questions. He's got a late pick. We're going to get into that, too, when we go over kind of the first-round stuff with the nose. Uh, We do have, and I teased it last week, and I'll tease it now again, at the end of the show, last segment today, the, wow, gutsy, gutsy move by Nose last year. By every week we go with the Nose Pick of the Week. We have that at the end of every single show during the regular season of who your guy, who the Nose's guy is specifically for that week. And then last year, my man put on his big boy pants and picked a Nose Pick of the Year. If you heard the podcast, we announced that in the podcast, but then talked about it all season long on our live show here like we're doing tonight. So the nose pick of the year will be at the end of the show today. I'm excited for it. I have no idea who it is. I do not like when the nose gives me hints. I don't want to know. I want to be as shocked as everyone is out there. Nose pick of the week or nose pick of the year, but the nose pick of the year is a big one here on this program. So we will hear it. I'm all in on this one, too. Right. You're excited by it. I'm a boom boom bust type of owner, okay? Right. I like the most exciting type of players. Uh, this one is definitely a boom bust, but I'm going to tell you who the nose pick of the year, and I'm going to tell you where to draft him in your draft as well. Okay, and last year, by the way, it was A.A. Ron Jones, the nose pick of the year, and let me tell you, if you picked him, my brother did, and my brother every week was like virtual high-fiving nose because he literally picked him because of what Nose said about him. Third overall. Right. all running backs. Unbelievable. Thank what a you. great season. You did it. You did it last year. That was year. good. A lot, lot of pressure. This one's right. This one can't pressure. be that good. Right, right, right. We'll, you we'll never talk. know. You never know what's going to yeah. happen. I don't want to know. I don't want any hints. Don't give hints to the people out there. Uh, again, we'll open up the text lines for you. If you have any text, we're not taking any right now because we're going into another uh, segment here. 305-567-0560. In the next segment, though, by the way, this will be the tease for that. We're going to go over the noses kind of top 12. Not uh, kind of. I'm going right. over the top 12, which is... His 12 top picks in the draft. If you're in a 12-team league, he has literally mapped out what he thinks the top 12 picks are going to be. If you're in a keeper league, obviously, that's a different story. But in the standard 12-team league, every player is available. Nose has your 12. I took a glimpse 
right before we went on the air, and this looks just about as genuine as possible when it comes to everyone's leagues, and there are some surprises towards the end, and I'm excited to see what his kind of top tier is. In the top 12, there's obviously a top tier, guys, and then there's the next tier. Oh. Not, a, not a second, third, fourth, stay away from, but there could be some guys where no says stay away from them. Fair enough, yes. Right. And you're going to not... Some people are not going to like what they have to hear when I tell you that there is a huge drop-off after what I call the 8th pick. But we okay. will talk about it next segment. But right, right. I will tell you right now, if you have the ninth to the 12th pick in your standard league, PPR, half PPR, or non-PPR, I will give you advice. I will tell you what to do. But man, the top 8 is as clean as can be to me. So right, right. that's my little tease. But it's going to be a lot of fun this next segment. I love right, right. going over the... F- Mapping out your draft. We're not just going to talk about who the top 12 are. We're going to talk about, okay, if you have a top three or four pick, what can I do? What are my options? And the same, if I'm on the backside of the draft, what do I have to do to be competitive? Because trust me when I tell you, more than anything, if you have the ninth or the 12th pick... I highly recommend you listen to the next segment. Right. And that, and listen, there's a lot of good advice there, too, because a lot of people kind of know, and this is not to give away our next segment, but I'll just easily talk about number one and number two before we get into everything else. I, I, I'm assuming on everyone's list, the Noses list and all the top fantasy guys around the country all have McCaffrey and all have Saquon Barkley one and two. I, th- I, that, I don't think that's a, a tough kind of tease or, or, or going into next segment and stealing some of your thunder. It's just kind of what I've seen around and I've heard you talk about it. And we know at this point, um, if you're in a league that has all guys available, no keepers, no dynasty, none of that kind of a league, that Christian McCaffrey... That's it. I mean, like, there is no debate, right? Like, I'm, there's not... I can't say to you, here's my reasoning for taking Saquon Barkley one, right? Let's see if I can do this off the top of my head. He is the Marshall Falk. Okay. okay. He was okay. the Priest Holmes. Uh, who else was it? Oh, LaDainian Tomlinson was right. probably the all-time great. He is the no-brainer number one. Can I throw Sean overall. Alexander out there for the one season he had? No, oh, he had a few seasons. Didn't he have, like, the, a, like a 24-touchdown season? Number 37? Right. Wow. <laughs> right. He was legendary good. Um, yes, but there was that, that one guy that it, right. for me, it's LaDainian Tomlinson and Marshall Falk. Those were the two that, right, right, you know, right. then there was everybody else. Uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey has simply put himself into that situation. He is uh, a PPR dream. He won so many fantasy leagues last year. So if you have Christian McCaffrey, yeah, when you come back with the 20th or the 24th pick based on how many teams in your league, right. you have a little bit more carte blanche than the person who is sitting at the backside who's got to pick between you know three or four different running backs. And again, we're going to really dive in hard on that. Right. And two would be Saquon. Saquon, even after... I got I love... I have a little... I had a male... I do have a crush on Dalvin Cook. Which no, no, no. We, yeah, of but, course. But of right, course. as of right now, Saquon Barkley is right. a clear-cut number two. And uh, yeah, then it gets into a little bit of... We're in a PPR league or not PPR league uh, where we go from there. Right. So we'll go through, by the way, that was one and two on kind of the, the 12. Not to steal any nose of thunder for next segment, but I think those are the obvious two. They are pretty obvious. I think there's another question that comes up, and we'll get into that obviously full in the next segment. We talk about three through eight and then nine through 12 and what to do after that as well. The 12 is, is the, the kind of key number because of most leagues or a lot of leagues are the 12 team. I'm in a 10 team league. Um, so, so am I. 10 right. and 12. So. Right. so 10 to 12. So this is good good news anyway because if you are picking nine or 10, you're talking about 11 and 12. Your next two Extract picks. Extract the information. You are all bright right. enough to realize that if I say, you know, the 12th pick 
pick. It's going to be the second pick of the second round. Right, exactly. And bingo was his name up. Right. So three through eight will go through, nine through 12, and then pass that as well. I do think the obvious two to start off in that first round are Christian McCaffrey and Saquon Barkley. They don't call you the best in the business for nothing. Right, right. And plus, I'm stealing your notes. I saw them while you walked away for a second. So it's easy to steal uh, your your thunder when we do that. So let's take a break. We'll come back. Like I said, text machine is open, 305-567-0560. This is Zach in the Nose Fantasy Football Show. We're back. We're brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Tropical Chevrolet, we're convenience for our customers, is our top priority. Find new roads at Tropical Chevrolet in Miami Shores. Tell Danny the GM over that Zach and the Nose sent you. He will help you out. He'll get you a great deal and hopefully get you out of there in no time with a brand new car. We'll take a break. We're back right after this. Fly, we're taking turns. I'll try and make amends. I'll probably make it worse, but we have never told the truth. All right, we're back here on Zach and the Nose's Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by our good friends at Tropical Chevrolet. I'd like to say a special hello tonight to Erica and Ari and Danny and all the great people at Tropical Chevrolet. Go over there. In beautiful Miami Shores, get yourself a new Chevy. Go see Danny. Tell him Zach and the Nose sent you. He will take care of you. It's uh, still questionable if he's still making popcorn or not. I told you all last season to go over there and he would make you a bag of popcorn. I'm assuming now at this point he has got 12 guys making popcorn for him at the dealership. But you might still be able to get that bag of popcorn there. Anyways, let's get back to what we're talking about right before the break. Like I said, text line is open. 305-567-0560 if you have any questions for us. Right before the break, uh, we teased the fact that we're going to talk about the top 12, and I cheated and gave away one and two so far, but I don't think it was a terrible cheat because I think on everyone's kind of sheets this year going into fantasy football, McCaffrey and Barkley won two. If you have picks three through 10 or 12 in your league, it's kind of over at this point. You have no chance of getting Saquon or Christian McCaffrey. That's one, two. Right. That's I think that's, that's definitive one, two in every league, with McCaffrey probably being one in every league, and Barkley two, unless you somehow have the second pick and he takes Barkley first and you jump quicker than I've seen anyone jump to hurry up and take McCaffrey at number two. It's called run, don't walk. <laughs> right, right. Please don't right. be the guy who doesn't take... I mean, listen. Right. I would love to be in a league right now where we do one of those, because now obviously it's really hard to do the kind of drafts where everyone's in the same house together. No uh, one wants to be around each other. It's more virtual or Zoom drafts or whatever. I think my draft... Uh, this year, uh, for my big leagues, a go-to meeting draft. Like, that's what we have to set up for it. I have the TV in the in the studio here that I have set up where I can watch the kind of Zoom draft or go-to meeting draft on there. Sounds terrible. Terrible. Because I like being around you. Right. If you have a live draft. Listen, Hollywood, who's on the show with me in the morning on the Joe Rose Show, was uh, he goes every year to a place. They go to a destination. They were in Nashville one year, Vegas one year. That's what they do with their draft. So they use that as an excuse to get away from their wives. Get away from their wives, do fantasy football, and then get hammered for a couple days. Uh, So that's what it is. Anyways, let's get back to the 12. We did one and two. Here comes three through eight from the nose. And these are, uh, I think you're going to hear a lot of the same names you might if you're putting your own list together, just maybe in a different order. And I'm going to let the nose explain why he has certain players in certain spots. Maybe it has to do with a PPR or non-PPR or half PPR, whatever the case may be. Here is the nose's three through eight in his first tier. That was the tease because nine through 12 is kind of tier 1A, 1B, not tier one there. Oh, no. Yeah. If you have the nine pick, you're just praying somebody's... Just stupid enough to, to not take one of your guys. High as balls right. and takes Lamar Jackson, right. okay? Because right. that's what you know, right. Jack Herrera did to him. Anyway, so what we're going to do here is, it's very hard. Obviously, I'm speaking to a general public, and there are leagues that are PPR, half-point PPR, non-PPR. So work with me here. For the most part, we're going to talk 
in, in general, that's a half a point PPR. But a player that we're going to discuss, like a Derrick Henry, right. who is in my top eight, is a much better play as a non-PPR guy. Correct. Same for Ezekiel Elliott. But, okay, so let's just have some fun, shall we? Let's do it. Let's go in. Let's go in. The number one pick, as you said, is Christian McCaffrey. I mean, oh, no one better. He was a top, what you probably said, like a top 10 wide receiver on top of being a I running back. I think he ended up being a top 12 wide receiver in the league with yards, catches, touchdowns, the whole deal. That's good enough to be in we my league. Need, right? We don't right. even have to discuss it. Right. If you have the one pick and you don't take Christian McCaffrey, you, my friend, are not very smart. Number two, at this point, 100%, Saquon Barkley. And now we get into now a little bit right. more of a I'm conversation. I'm excited for this. Right, okay. right, right. So you got yourself in the next... Running backs. I'm a big running back person. In our top eight, you will see there will be a one non running back player. But I think in most leagues, don't you think that's the case? Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, this I, year in particular, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel very strong. Listen, I am a, since I've been doing this since at least 1997, I am crazy running back strong at the beginning and then filling out your roster with good running backs. So I personally have two to three, I have three running backs through my first five rounds. That's how I normally do it. Of course, you have to take best available. Of course, if a player is there that shouldn't be, you have to go make that move. During the draft, things are going to happen. I can't be there for everyone. You obviously have to know where your tiers are. Where, oh my God, how is uh, Devontae Adams still on the board at 15? This is ridiculous. I have to take him here right, right. over someone like, you know, uh, a Miles Sanders or something right, like that. Right. However, you know, even though I might take Miles Sanders here, because that's how much I love the running back. But anyway, the number three overall pick is the most consistent. He says, keep feeding me, keep feeding me. That's Ezekiel Elliott, okay? He doesn't catch a lot of balls out of the uh, backfield. One of the best offensive lines. You know what you're getting from Ezekiel Elliott. He's a always top five running back. How much does that hurt? I'll cut you off there. Sure. Because how much does that hurt if you were on, I'm in a half PPR league. If I had the third pick right now, would it still be Ezekiel Elliott yes. if he's on the board, even though he doesn't, like you said, catch a lot of balls? The PPR, when you talk about one of these other running backs that you have, and we'll talk about plenty because you got a couple on this list I really like, um, but because he runs the ball so much of that offense, he takes a huge workload in that offense. Dak Prescott's still there. Amari Cooper's still there. They do have a hell of an offense. Yeah. But yeah. they invested a ton in that offensive line to run the ball. And very few players get 22-plus rushes per right, game. Right, okay? right. That just like doesn't happen anymore. People are in split squads. He is the true horse of this draft. So, again, uh, you want to mitigate. You know, you want to keep the risk down. This is the one of the safest picks in the first right, round. Right. You just get him, and he's boringly good. Okay, I don't love the player, him, the person himself, but the player, phenomenal. Go for it. Easy. Then it gets a little bit more confusing after the third because you got your next three guys are Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Dalvin Cook. Those right. are my three next players. Again, based on your league, if it's a non-PPR league, I might have Derrick Henry going for because as we were just discussing, that guy gets stronger as the season goes on. And if you make your playoffs with Derrick Henry, you have yourself a beast at the end of the year because in a great offensive line and you know – You've seen what he does. He oh, goes absolutely ridiculous. nuts at the end of the year. Another safe player. Um, so, but for a half a point or a full point PPR league, Alvin Kamara. Yes, he wasn't as good as you hoped he would be last year. I get it. His talent is that good. That offense is going to get him the ball. Again, I would definitely take him at four in a full PPR league with Derrick Henry and then Dalvin Cook being the next five and six. Dalvin Cook could jump up to as high as two or three. Well, we'll keep Barkley at two. We'll put him as high as three. 
based on that contract situation. So we're going to go over this week after week. But right now, my clean top six for now, Christian McCaffrey, Saquon Barkley, Ezekiel Elliott, Alvin Kamara, Derrick Henry, and Dalvin Cook. Beautiful. Here's where it gets a little hairy now. Um, you're at pick seven. Those six are off the board. You're up. Yes, I am. There is a certain running back rookie in Kansas City that people are talking about. You are reading my notes. There is a certain wide receiver who his Twitter handle, I believe, is Can't Guard Mike. Like, there are some studs there, but in this case, can you see a wide receiver jumping over those guys like a Michael Thomas? Can you see a rookie running back, even though it's in a high, high powered offense? Can you see one of those guys going there? Can Is that your 7 and 8? Are you an SEC fan? I am an SEC fan. If you are an SEC fan and you saw what Clyde Edwards-Olaire looked like. Olaire, that's for you, Daddy Day. Right. Dan Day, by the way, schooled us on that last week. He is an LSU guy. He is a New Orleans native. And that's why we keep him on the show, for reasons like that, when we don't know how to say a guy's name. Because if somehow I had to say it, it would have been hilarious. We're going to talk about it in a little bit about the rookie running backs and if you feel nervous about drafting rookie running backs. My answer is absolutely not. Someone like LaDainian Tomlinson, to give you an example, I know I'm going long time ago. His first two games, three touchdowns first game, three Ooh. touchdowns second game. Ooh. These guys are drafted to work. You have yourself a situation where he is being plugged in to the best offense we have seen in a very long time. They have no other running backs. Williams decided to opt out opt out. Right. This guy in LSU had over 1,000 yards rushing last year with, I believe, over 50 receptions, which is an SEC history record. Record. So he could catch the ball out of the backfield, which is this player and this offense needs to do. Wow, and yeah. I think he was ranked like number two in the entire country with yards after being hit. This guy doesn't go down easily. Again, if you watch college uh, football and you watch that right, run to the right. championship. Well, who he, didn't watch LSU last year, whether you liked them or not? They were on every single week on a major And channel. if you were paying attention, right, this right. guy's a star. So, yeah. yes, am I really recommending Clyde Edwards-Alaire over everybody else out there? You're damn right I am. So your number seven overall after those stud running backs, one through six, is Clyde to Glide. And that's when we go to the next pick. And we go to your boy, Michael Thomas. So the first wide receiver off the board for Nose is number eight overall. It's Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas last year caught 12,000 passes. Uh, and he's in another one of those high-powered offenses. It's just funny, too, because his running back is fourth on your list also. Yes. And that offense under Drew Brees, who's 100 years old. But the difference is also he's still very productive. And Michael Thomas is his number one guy. I've never seen a guy targeted so much. That's correct. Uh, and, and obviously, if you're in one of those PPR, half PPR leagues, that enough is to say that this guy's a first rounder. Michael Thomas is a no-brainer first rounder. A lot of people might be saying, how are you taking Michael Thomas ahead of uh, Clyde Edwards-Olaire, Derrick Henry in a full PPR league? I get it. I totally get it. If you wanted to do that because he's your cup of tea, you better come back with your next two picks being running backs. Running backs, right. Not what I would do, but if you want to go off of, uh, if you wanted him, he won your league last year. If you believe he's going to have it over 120 catches again, right. something ridiculous, then you could go draft him there. Just know you're going to have to go running back, running back, and it's not going to be the sexiest players. No. So that's why I always still prefer going with uh, the running back in the first round here. But at eight, and I, if I have the eighth pick overall, and the top seven were the ones that I just wrote. Right, right. I am not hesitating. One second later, I'm taking Mike, Tom Mike Thomas. 
Okay, so top seven are in. They're all running backs. Number eight was the wide receiver. Now, it gets to something that me and you were discussing before, uh, and I saw you even talking on Twitter with someone about it also, that you have a clear kind of top tier number, top or tier one, I would say, was those eight. That's Listen, I, I again, I don't want to be rude to those, or it's not the right word. I'm just bluntly honest with you. Right. If you have a top eight pick, you're set because of those eight guys I told you. It's easy. Who you pick in that top eight, I'll let you deal with that. I gave you my opinion. But after that, stop, drop, and roll because you got to work. Because the ninth through the 12th picks are just a different category. It's a different tier. The guy that I like at 9, you could like at 16 for all. Right. right, This is where we're at right now. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to break this thing down. The running back gets a little bit thinner. Okay? My ninth overall pick was my nose pick of the year. Hey, A-Ron. Listen, clearly he's my guy. But my ninth pick is A-Ron. My 10th pick is Nick Chubb. My 11th pick is Josh Jacobs. My 12th pick is Joe Mixon. And then you could add Ekelar, Drake, and Miles Sanders to that mix of players. So what did I just do there? Aaron Jones, Chubb, Jacobs, Mixon, Ekelar, Drake, and Sanders. The truth is, those guys could finish in any which order. Right, right, we right. don't know. It's still unpredictable. That's why that top eight is just a little bit more sound of players. Now, for me, I think Aaron Jones is the best bat out of all of them. He proved last year that he could take off and he could go forever. Uh, he's my guy. I think they're gonna be, he's going to build off of that season. Top three last year, so I'm putting him at number nine. All right, well, that's good. No, but, I mean, I like Aaron Jones. I thought when, when, he, when he was your nose pick of the year last year, it was kind of going. But do I like Aaron? I'm trying to you up. Do I like Aaron Jones? At, no, no, I don't no, like him no, at nine. No, I know that. I'm I not happy that. Right, right. with Aaron Jones at nine. Well, because he's not a top-tier guy. He's still a fir- you're still in the first round at nine, whether you're in a 10-team league or 12-team league. Right. And that's supposed to be your guy. Your first-round pick is supposed to be the guy that takes you to the playoffs. But I'll tell you what I'm not doing, okay? I'm not taking Devontae Adams or Tyreek Hill, right, that or was my Julio next question. Jones, right, right, right. over one of these running backs, right? Because I have a whole matrix over here, so I'm gonna try. I'm gonna break it in right now, right? <laughs> I what I want you to do if you have the ninth to twelfth pick, that means you have two picks within that next eight picks, okay? It is my opinion that you must go running back, running back. Okay, okay? that's interesting. Right. I am telling you that you need to take two of Aaron Jones. Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Mixon, Ekelar, Drake, and Sanders. You grab two of those guys. You might look at your draft and take a take a step back because you have a wait, you know, about like ten minutes until your next pick, and be like, "Ugh, that's not good." Right. That's not sexy. If I started off my draft with Joe Mixon and Kenyon Drake as my one and my two, I would feel like my season's almost dead from the start. Like, I almost would because I don't have one of those studs. It's right. Not, I, right. I, I, I'm being very Especially honest. Especially if a Hill or Julio or one of those guys is there. You're right. Well, this is why I'm going to explain taking one of those guys is not going to work right. for you. Okay? Yes, taking Aaron Jones and Austin, what well, you call him, A. 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 Well, Aquilar. Right. I put those in together for your. I actually say it right now, but I still don't like it. I don't like it. For our radio show purposes, Aaron Jones and Aaron Aquilar. Okay? If you take both of them again. If you're coming out being like, oh, what did I do here? Right. But the running back that you would get at the pick 20 or 24 that you're coming back with is like a David Johnson, Mark Ingram right, type. Right, okay. Right. David Johnson in Houston, we have no idea what he's going to do. All we know is he did nothing in Arizona last year and Drake comes in and becomes a superstar. Right. That's worrisome. So the 
the waiting for that second running back really scares me. So what I'm doing is I'm taking two of those guys, and let me tell you what you're going to do. Your third and your fourth picks are going to be both wide receivers, okay? And those wide receivers are going to look like, if you're lucky, you could get an Adam Thielen there, but you're looking at a a Juju Smith-Schuster, an Odell Beckham, an Amari Cooper, an A.J. Brown. You're going to get two of those guys, an Allen Robinson. So when your team comes out and you're looking at Aaron Jones, Austin Eckelar, and then all of a sudden you have Juju Schuster, who I think is going to have a big year, by the way, and maybe you could get a Kenny Galladay or a Thielen, your team shapes up right. really nice because right. I'm telling you, a lot of running backs are going to come off that board before your third-round pick, and you're still going to get really good wide receivers. So the difference between getting a Adam Thielen or a Schuster versus going and getting Julio Jones or a, a DeAndre Hopkins or a Chris Godwin in that you know 13th overall pick it's it, you, those running back points are going to be too important right, and the right. depth at running back is so gets so nasty later on that you need those two running backs. So again, it's not pretty, but if you have a late first round and an early second round draft pick, go running back running back then you're going to come back wide receiver, wide receiver, and you're going to like the way your team looks after that. Right. Interesting uh, stuff right there from the nose. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show, brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. We have the first hour done. The second hour is coming up after this. We have a cool game to play as well called Green Light, Red Light. We'll do that with the nose. We have the nose pick of the year coming up in the last segment of the show, which is always fun. I have no idea. What's the matter? I want to give it a little tease to that nose pick. Oh! Not only did I just say go running back, running back, then you go wide receiver, wide receiver, the nose pick of the year is going to be your fifth-round draft pick. How about that? That's a tease for you right there. Very nice. Still can't guess who it is yet because I have no idea. If you do, text it in. Text in some guesses if you have it for the nose pick of the year. 305-567-0560. That's the nose. Dan Day is back in the studios as our DJ. I am Zach from the Joe Rose Show. This is Zach and the Nose Fantasy Football Show brought to you by Tropical Chevrolet. Take a break. Hour number two coming up right after this. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 